So I was sitting at the front door waiting for the um, girl to come the, with the, her uh, big sister, and she was carrying a pair of cowboy boots. Good morning or good afternoon, everyone. My name is Hallie Noble, and I'm a director of the Mortgage Professionals Canada Foundation. We are here today with our fantastic lady, Sharon Vanderdoom from Bowmanville, Ontario. We are going to be shining the spotlight on all of the incredible charitable works that she does. And I got to tell you, I thought there was a few things, but Sharon, you are an absolute animal when it comes to giving back to your community. And I'm so pleased that you're joining us today for the MPCF CARES interview series. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you very much for having me. And I truly, truly am honored that we received the award last year. It was truly amazing. Yeah, that was the Mortgage Awards of Excellence Community Service Award. Uh, very deserving. And I tell you, I can imagine what your nomination and your submission would have been. It would have been huge with all the different things that you've done. But before we get into those incredible endeavors, let's just learn a little bit about Sharon, where you are, your tenure in the business, the brokerage that you work for. Well, we've had a few changes recently. Um, I've been in the banking industry now for 48 years, uh, brokering for 22. And um, I'm just in the process of the handing the reins over to um, Melanie and Taya, who's worked with me for 18 years, and uh, my daughter, Emily, who's they've opened up their own DLC brokerage. And so now I'm working for them for a little bit and phasing out to retirement. So, but I'm still having fun doing um, different events in the community and um, that will, will never stop. We really truly enjoy what we do and, um, and we're always trying to think of something new and different to get involved in. Well, I tend to like to ask, you know, about your charity of choice or the campaign that you are really most passionate about or have supported. But in your case, you've done a ton of different things. Can you just give us a, a little bit of a roundup of some of those activities? I'm, uh, we really, truly support Big Brothers Big Sisters Clarington. Um, at the beginning of the pandemic, they supported 604 children in our community. And we hold a movie night every year and we ask for donations from people who attend the, um, who attend the, um, event movie night and we give that money to big brothers big sisters our lending partners have been fantastic to help us out with it and um in addition to to the the event we also give a portion of each deal to big brothers big sisters and um we participate in there like we send kids to camp we've done three on three hockey we've helped in the mentoring program we've bought tickets for them to go them and their bigs and littles to go to hockey games. Wherever we can, we try. But one special thing that we had that um, really touched my heart, and I hope I don't cry as I'm telling you this, was um, we we did um, uh, gowns and, and, and suits. So we just went out to different people that we know in the community and said, hey, do you have any gowns, purses, shoes? Um, and to men, we did, um, you know, suits, shirts, um, that for the gentlemen. And we put it out to big brothers and big sisters for the kids for their graduation. So we had them, we set the whole upstairs of our office up into a store. So it looked like they were shopping. 
And then we would have them come in with their bigs or their littles and they would after hours and on weekends and they would pick out the items that they had. So I was sitting at the front door waiting for the um, girl to come the, with the, her uh, big sister and she was carrying a pair of cowboy boots and I'm a big horse person and I, I love the Western stuff. And um, I said, oh, I really like your boots. And she said to me, she goes, well, my mom passed away and she had given me these boots before she passed. And she said, I need to find a dress for this. And I thought, oh, I know the exact dress that would look really cool with that. Doesn't she come down with these cowboy boots and this dress? And she said, I said to her, goes, you know, your mom's right there with you picking this dress out and it's perfect. And a little girl, she sent me a picture of her done and um, we had um, we went to hairdressers and nail salons and we had the kids be able to get their hair done and nails done so that they felt really good when they were attending. On the boys side, um, I got this call and it was on a, a Sunday morning and um, it wasn't for anything to do with the prom or, or graduation. It was to do with a child going to court because of the situation with parents. And the young man wanted to have a suit. So we we went, picked up a suit. It was perfect. He actually wore it out from the office that day. Then when it got to be time when he was in grade, he was in grade eight then. And when he got to be in grade nine and you they have take your kid to work day, he wanted to come to our office. So we had him design our skating night invitation and we set up with a BDM for him to go and learn what mortgage brokering and banking sort of is all about. We set up lunch with them and he wore a suit to work that day. It's little moments like that. It's your time. It's your time, but it's so rewarding back to the community. Wow. So, you know, Sharon, and, I, um, it leads me into the question I was going to ask, you know, how much money has been raised to date, but this isn't all about money for you. No, not at all. Not at all. It's no. just giving back and being a part of the community that we live, play, and work in. And, and it's um, right. Yeah. Um, you know, there's often we, we focus on the dollars so that we can buy food or buy supplies and to give back. But in this case, clothing. And we, we know how expensive, you know, a graduation dress or a suit is. But even to go as far as providing a suit for the uh, an unfortunate court date, we don't really think about these things and how difficult it can be for families to provide their kids with you know these wonderful outfits which is fantastic mm -hmm. kudos to you i know that you've also done many other things like you recently participated in a habitat for humanity build and participated in a car rally can you tell us about these experiences so the habitat for humanity um it was i had donated to that pre-pandemic and so they they called and they said hey would you be interested in doing a bill i said yeah of course so then gathered people together and um it was really really cool like we're we're a police family and um i went to um clients and um they actually got through the police department too they actually got the day off with pay and they were considering it to be like a team building and i thought oh that's great you know but when we got into the build and all you could think about is what you were doing and i mean at my age i was on a ladder drywalling all day but it was good and um and uh then at the end of the day everyone that participated said if you're doing this again we want to be a part of it and 
we went home and I was, I was totally exhausted and I even set my phone when I got home so that if I sat on the couch, I didn't fall asleep and stay there all night. But it was so rewarding and everybody has been sharing and talking about it and everyone says, let's do it again. And that's the feeling that, that, that we had. And the, the car rally, how did that come about? Well, our local arena is not funded by taxpayer dollars. Um, it's funded only by um, people participating in events and paying for skating, hockey, that sort of thing. And throughout the pandemic, obviously, they haven't had that. So it's it's really struggling. So they were trying to find think of ways to do um to do uh, fundraising, so they had come up with this car rally. So we were we participated in the um, part organizing it and everything. And my house happened to be the one of the stops. So I had my front yard decorated at night, and then we have an antique car, so we couldn't put that out there. But it happened to be my husband's seventieth birthday. So the clue for them to get the next thing, what the next uh, stop was, that they had to sing happy birthday to Pete. At first, he was like. Sharon what did you get me into and by the end of the night like the end of the day he was just he was having a blast with it but and they raised some good money but and there was all ages of the community that participated and the local newspaper somebody told them that we were doing they came and they did a uh, blurb on us and then they end up put posting it out and printing it in the in the paper and and really promoted it and we've had so many people that have signed on to like our like our our social media from it that we we don't even know like it and all we were doing was just helping raise money for the for the uh, arena yeah very very fortunate to have you in your community i know that even for myself and others that uh, take part in charitable endeavors pre-covid we had events we had all sorts of things that we could do and of course during covid it you know your your heart for helping people and the need to help people doesn't stop. So how did this COVID affect your ability to support so many of these really um, integral parts of your community and the campaigns that need you? They don't stop. No, I, I found it really hard. Um, and But I came up with a couple of different ways. We still did did donations because the needs were still there. Um, like Big Brothers Big Sisters did a virtual camp instead of an actual camp because they couldn't hold it. So we um, we paid for a number of children to be able to attend the camp. Um, Mel, um, who I know um, I'm working for, um, she she ends up that uh, she has uh, a couple of kids are eight and five. So I had them do tasks and they had to they had to take a picture of them doing the task. And so then I was paying them every time like for donation. So then we walked down to Big Brothers Big Sisters just down around from from our office. So they went down with their checks to donate to the um, to Big Brothers Big Sisters, and they thought that was pretty cool. That's awesome. That. So you know, what are your plans going forward? You you mentioned a movie night. Our movie nights on June twenty fourth, and this is our sixteenth one that we've had, and um, so it's outdoors. Um, we have like a bloom twister and a face painter and the face painter does the kids faces up in um, in the uh, theme of the movie. And um, we have some games. Um, we have free hot dogs and people just make a donation. And this year we're doing the donation to the arena. So we're having the uh, event. But so we usually have about 700 people attend that. Wow, 700 people. That's huge. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. So how can industry members contact you to learn more about either supporting the movie night or possibly even giving clothes and helping you? I, I suppose you're probably going to go forward and keep doing that uh, on a go forward basis every year because yeah. I think that's fantastic. So how do they contact you and learn more about helping with all of these various activities that you're doing? Yep, you can just give us a call at um, at, at the office here at Vanderdoo Mortgage Team, and uh, we're in Bowmanville on Church Street, and we've been more than happy to to talk to you or help you out or give you some ideas of um, of what we of what we've done. We, we've, What's the phone number there? 905-623-9738. Okay, we're going to make sure that we post that. Um, and your information, contact information, um, when we do finish this video, we post it online. Sharon, thank you so much uh, for sharing this information, for giving back to your community, for being a shining light, and of course, you know, one of those rock stars in our mortgage professionals community. It's oh, so important um, to give back, and we really want to make sure that you know Canadian mortgage, mortgage consumers um, and industry members alike can recognize the good works of folks like yourself, not just by getting an award like the Mortgage Awards of Excellence Community Service Award, but just in general as a fantastic person. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Take care. No problem. If anyone wants uh, more information about the Mortgage Professionals Canada Foundation or how we can assist your charitable efforts, we do this in many different ways. And believe it or not, for some of the smaller organizations or if you just want to throw a fundraiser, we're able to help you by providing tax receipts for those that are giving to your events and through your campaigns. We know it's not always easy to set that up yourself, so please reach out to myself or anyone else of our board of directors or go to www.mortgageprofessionalscare.ca. We also have two really important campaigns going right now. We have the dollar matching campaign, which matches up to $5,000 to support cancer research. So if you raise $5,000, we'll dollar match that up to $5,000 for you as well. And we have a campaign that's raising and distributing humanitarian relief funds to the Ukraine. And this is a partnership between Mortgage Professionals Canada and the Mortgage Professionals Canada Foundation. Again, www.mortgageprofessionalscare.ca. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching and sharing for your time. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for watching our MPC Foundation Spotlight Series. Please subscribe to our monthly email. Like us on Facebook and LinkedIn, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Spotify. Plus, we want to tell you about a new digital magazine published by the volunteers at MPC Foundation. Make sure you check out the current issue of Mortgage Professionals Care magazine, where we highlight how our industry is giving back to the community. And if you want to apply for the $100,000 matching program in support of cancer research, please apply on our website.